You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life, wherever you are today. And however you're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, we thank you again for making us a part of your morning, your day, and your week with your weekly mirror check before you change the world, baby. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, the Twitter machine, and YouTube. Thank you again for supporting our show and subscribing. Go change the world. Thank you again for all the comments and questions on our social media platforms, and on our live episodes, which we air every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Unless something happens, that's what we'll be doing for the foreseeable future. But we thank you again so much for your support of us and seeing our content as worth your time. We appreciate that. I want to talk about something that's kind of close to my heart right now. I've been dealing with some things, and normally I don't air all my dirty laundry, not really going to start doing that now, but there's some issues that I've been having with the idea of entitlement. I've been seeing it in a lot of different places, and I really guard against it in my own life because the one thing I don't want to do is to give the impression that I earned where I am and I deserve it and I work hard for it. So all the accolades and praise and honors and support, I should have it because of all that I've done. That's what I guard against every day because that's not my heart. It's not where I am. Unfortunately, however, look around you and you see entitlement in so many ways, shapes and form. And guess what? In every one, no matter what the form and shape it takes, it's still ugly at the end of the day. It's decrepit at the end of the day, no matter how it's dressed up. It's kind of the old lipstick on a pig mentality. It's still a pig. And it still wallows around in the slot bucket. It's still a pig. Entitlement is still a pig. You can put lipstick on it and dress it up in a nice dress and some pearls, but it's still swine. And I know that that's something that all of us see in some way, shape, or form. Perhaps even, if you're going to be honest about it, and you don't have to share it with us on our social media platforms, you don't feel comfortable doing that, but maybe perhaps you do it yourself. Maybe you're crying out, even crying out to God saying, why is this happening to me? Look at all that I've done. I shouldn't have to go through this. I deserve better. I deserve better than him. I deserve better than her. Are you saying that? In your own secret closet? Something to think about. Excuse me. I've heard many things that let me know the entitlement is alive And unfortunately, it's well. A statement like, 
something needs to be done about this has a lot less potency and impact than a statement like, I need to do something about this. See the difference? Something needs to be done about this versus I need to do something about this. Which one has more power? Which one has more potency, more impact? Which one has more of a drive forward than the other? One of those is what so many of us cry out from the comfort of our couches. The other is the cry that's rarely heard. Entitlement is all about the idea that, you know, we're so good, we think we deserve to be blessed. We should be protected from harsh realities in life because we're good people. There's some bad theology out there that people who say that they're Christians believe, and it's one of the reasons why the world is in the state that it's in. Because people believe that because you receive Jesus Christ as Lord, that bad things shouldn't be happening in your life. And they are, that means you're full of sin and you're not doing it right. Generations of folks have been condemned under that mentality. That because they're not doing it the way you think it should be done with no problems, no challenges, no issues, no persecution must mean you're doing it wrong. Because that's certainly not the way Jesus wanted it, right? Here's a question for all those in the back. Did Jesus suffer persecution? That's my question to you. Was he persecuted? Was his disciples persecuted? The Bible says that those that desire to live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. In other words, if you're in Christ, you could experience what Christ experienced, which was suffering, pain, and being disrespected by his own people. That's the future of somebody who walks in Christ. Not to scare you off, I don't want you to have wrong expectations is all. I want you to understand that, you know what? This stuff happens in real time and it's not because of you. It's not always because of your sinful life or the way you think or what you say and do. A lot of times it's because of where you are. Your position dictates that this happens. Anybody who's ever been a king before, maybe nobody on this show that's talking or listening to the show right now, but if somebody's been a king before, as soon as they sit on that throne, I don't care if they're 13 years old or if they're 35, when they sit on that throne, every single kingdom around them just made them a target. They didn't say anything. They didn't do anything. They didn't make any decrees. But as soon as they sat on that throne, they became a target of every surrounding and neighboring kingdom around them. Just because of their position. Entitlement says, I've been given a position, so I should be covered. I know a lot of folks that's like that. I haven't done it all my life. But I've done the church thing for a long time. I've seen it. I've experienced. I've been touched by it in good and bad ways. And I still see it today. People who have a position, they believe they should be covered and insulated from stuff that human beings have to deal with. Here's the question I want to ask. Is the power in the power cord? Is the power coming from the electrical outlet? Or is the power in a device plugged in or attached to the power cord? Or is it all three? Where's the power coming from? A lot of us want the power, but we don't want to remain plugged in. 
I'm going to say that again for those way, way, way in the back. A lot of us want the power, but we don't want to remain plugged in. We want to get off of the charger and have unlimited energy and endless boosts. But it don't work like that. It's limited. When you're plugged in, it's unlimited. It's limited when you get off of the charger. It's unlimited when you stay charged, when you stay connected. A lot of folks want the power and position, but they don't want all that comes with it. They don't want the responsibility. They don't want the persecution. They don't want the obligation. They don't want the pressure of having to make decisions that affect people's lives. They throw out blanket advice and think that's all all it takes. This whole life that we're trying to live here is kind of like exercise. What happens when you miss a week at the gym, two weeks, or even a month? You find yourself to be, you find yourself to be a little bit, not only hesitant, but you struggle to get back into the gym because you've been disconnected for so long. Luke 10, 19 and 20 says, behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. What position do we really should we really be caring about right now? The one where everybody knows our name and we have a, a placard on our door or on our desk? Or is it the, the position that we stand in that is not so easily seen? The authority we stand in. Who we are. Who we show ourselves to be. How we treat other people. The capacity that we walk in. I don't know if you realize it or not, but we're in a battle. In this life that we're talking about right now, that many people who call themselves believers don't seem to want to deal with. But in order to have persecution, you have to, you have, to have a persecutor, right? If you have been persecuted, there has to be somebody who has persecuted you, right? Common sense stuff. Ephesians 6 and 12 is a great area to kind of deal with that. What does it say? Ephesians 6 and 12 says, For our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the world powers of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavens. So we're not talking about Bebe and Bobo and all that. We're talking about something a little bit greater. A lot of times we fight each other so much we don't realize where the actual conflict is really coming from. What's the source of the persecution? The source of the conflict? That passage helps out with that. Ephesians 6 and 12. I mean, honestly, and you're going to hear a lot about that stuff throughout the course of this show because we talk about it a lot, especially throughout the course of the week, aside from a Monday morning. But it's really time for us to grow up. I can say that about the church. I can say that about the family dynamic. I can say that about a lot of areas as citizens of an incredible country. We got a lot of room for growing up. But most of all, I can say that definitely about us, the human being. What we argue about and debate is really pointless. We're not using the resources that we have very well and we're suffering for it. 
We're dying a slow death out here because we lack knowledge and we don't chase understanding. We become proud in a bad way. We believe the lie that this whole thing, this whole life stuff, this whole existing is all about us. But I tell you this day that you were created with a purpose. Another lie is that you are just here existing, hoping to make a difference. And that's one of the biggest lies of all. Because what that does is it strips you of your capacity to grow and your desire to do something outside of your sphere of comfort. You're paralyzed where you are. And it's one of the worst signs or stages of ineffectiveness ever. That you don't do anything that you're supposed to be doing that you were made to do. I want to leave you guys with some thoughts, some passages of scripture that I believe are going to help you out with what we're talking about on this episode today. But check out Matthew 5, 13 and 16. It reads like this. You are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how shall the saltiness be restored? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your father who is in heaven. Matthew 5, 13 to 16. Have you ever tasted food without seasoning? Is it good? Exactly. Your responsibility is to season the atmosphere that we're in, season your community, season your neighborhood, season your family dynamic, season your workplace, season your local ministry, season every area where you walk, where your feet tread, where your hands are being put to any kind of work. You should be the seasoning so it's not bland and worthy of the trash can. It's your responsibility. Check out Ecclesiastes 12, 13, and 14 for those people who may think they don't have a purpose here on earth. Ecclesiastes 12, 13, and 14. And it reads, The end of the matter, all has been heard. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every deed into judgment with every secret thing, whether good or evil. Here's another area where purpose may shine some, uh, may be more clear. Mark 12, 30 to 31. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. It's a tough one, huh? There's no other commandment greater than these. Take the religion out, man. All the man-made junk. Take that out of it. Look at Matthew 5, 13 to 16. Look at Ecclesiastes 12, 13 to 14. Look at Mark 12, 30 and 31. You got purpose, man. You matter. It doesn't matter if your family will support that or validate it. It doesn't matter. You still have a purpose. You're made with one. It's ready-made. Take the religion out of it. Take the man-made junk out of it, man. At the end of the day, you're still left with it. Inescapable fact. You bring something valuable to the table. If you can't see yourself as valuable, that's where the, the mirror is not in clear view. But you bring something valuable to the table. Hear that for me today. And every voice that says contrary to that, that's in your life, that's speaking, that's denigrating you and bringing you down or issues with self-esteem and self-image, 
Those are lies, pure and simple. And they are a stumbling block to the great things you should be doing. Random acts of kindness are special and important. I love them and I do them. But a life lived well is the greatest legacy we can leave behind. I'll say it again for those in the back who are trying to drown me out. Hope you hear me right now. Random acts of kindness are special and important. But a life lived well is the greatest legacy we can leave behind. Imagine a world where everybody did that. That's my hope and prayer for you. Hope you're having a great day today. Thank you for joining us and supporting our show. Please subscribe to the Call Me Mr. Yuda podcast on our YouTube channel and on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, however you get your podcasts. Thank you again for joining us. Hope it's made an impact on your life today and I hope it encouraged you to keep going because you got purpose. It's the reason why you're here. It's not for a man or a woman or for a friend or for an organization. Something much greater than that. Have a great day. Enjoy the music. Coach out. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find They Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.